Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hello, Jan. How are you? I am buoyant. That's, oh, my, that's buoyant. my word. We're trying to extend our vocabulary because <laughs> we were talking the other day that most people say um, good or... Awesome. I say yeah. awesome. Like yeah, so we're trying to extend that. So I'm okay. buoyant. buoyant. Okay. Today. Yeah, and I'm, I'm juiced. That's, that's how I'm feeling today. Um, okay, so uh, what I'd like to do is introduce Kathleen, who is the founder of Naviga, and she founded in 2002. Now, she's led the organisation to significant growth and marketing leadership, well done. And prior to Naviga, she was recruiting, uh, she had um, had control of the recruiting function, sorry, the variety, it was the juice, um, <laughs> high-level uh, tech software and uh, telecom company. And so yeah. what she does is that she helps business leaders achieve revenue growth by recruiting sales and marketing professionals with a proven track record of success which is fantastic and she leads um, you know a team that lives and breeds recruiting talented people for their clients which is awesome because we really want to tap into into that and um, and what they do is they start by asking insightful questions to uncover requirements and then they don't rest until the job is done. Hello, we love that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then through their professionalism, uh, what they are able to do is, um, you know, people, once they've used them, tend not to use other, well, they don't use other re- recruiters and you've got a client for life, which is fantastic. So welcome, Kathleen. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, pleasure, pleasure. And what we're really interested in, um, in finding out is, you know, you know, what is that secret sauce? What are those, you know, yeah. magical questions? And, you know, what are some tips that you can give to managers? Because you know what I have found over the years is that this is a real skill. And whilst you do have recruiters that set up, you know, the, the, the best three, three to five candidates, it is still a manager's responsibility to have that conversation and to ask the questions so that they know that they are getting the right candidates that's um you know there's a real skill involved in that yeah I would agree yeah and and so Kathleen you are considered to be quite exceptional uh, talent finder so it's nice to have that as a Mm. you know your reputation so would you share with us some of the telltale signs that you look for or observe when you interview talent yeah. So without question, you know, we look for people who have the skill sets, mm. right, for the position. But when we're in communication with them, we're looking for likability, um, a high level of professionalism, a high level of communication skills. Um, are they trustworthy in our process? Like, for an example, do they say what they're going to do? Are they on time with me as a recruiter? Yeah. Are, they, are they making my appointments? You know, um, and how are they behaving with me? Because we use that as a benchmark with how they're going to behave with our managers and our customers. So, um, and really, it's important that we look for some track records too. You know, we ask specific questions to get to track records of success. And I, I like genuine people. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, you know, 
hear what people are saying and if they're genuine and in the way that they're saying it, do they, they sound honest at least, you know, at the beginning. Um, so things like this, these intangible things at the beginning kind of happen. Mm. And isn't it interesting, you know, when you're looking at the, that level of integrity and trustworthy, because wherever you go, there you are. So whether it's in an interview, whether it's at a job or wherever, you are going to, um, you know, lead telltale signs. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. so interesting yeah. because I was just listening to something this morning about being in integrity, you know, when your thoughts and your words and your actions align, you, you know, you can feel it in your body and at some level the other people can feel it as well. You know, when you're saying something but you don't really mean it, you're out of integrity and there's a there are telltale signs everywhere. And I suppose you, you have become adept at actually picking that up which is a yes. skill. So, so yeah. let's get into, I've got, got another question actually. There's so many questions. But one of them is that we came across one of the things that you posted on, on yep. LinkedIn and we'd love to explore that a little bit with you. So you are not your job. Could you share with us, um, you know, the origin of that post, why and, you know, key message for, for us? Yeah. So you are not your job and your job is not you. Um, pretty much... You know, I've gotten to a point in my life, you know, I'm 45, I'm about to be 46. And, you know, the reason why I wake up in the morning, it's, it's not my job. (laughs) You know, it's, um, (laughs) you you know, it's my family, um, my immediate family, my, my extended family, um, being healthy, taking care of my spirit, how I'm treating people and just the really the energy that I'm giving back to the world. It's really about that. And, I learned that about five years ago that I am not my job. I, I had some kind of big moments, um, you know, through meditation, quite frankly, um, that brought me there. And I, I like um, kind of that level of maturity to to really not identify myself with my job anymore, even though I'm kick butt. Yeah. You know, I kick butt yeah. at what I do and I'm owning the business and I love what I'm doing but I'm not Naviga. I'm not mm. my job. Mm. Oh, well, we can so totally relate on a couple of levels. One, meditation, it's definitely a part of, you know, how we operate as well. And I learned that lesson many, many years ago when I was working in an organisation. When it's going well, it's fantastic. And then it didn't go well for a couple of months and I had to step back and separate myself and I, re- I realised, yeah, I am not that. This is just one of the roles that I play in my life and there are, you know, so many more roles. So I'm not going to make it you know, the only part. And I think once you do reach your 40s and we're, you know, talking to people at that stage in their career and they do have that little step, stepping back moment and they think, yeah. okay, there's there's more to it than just, you know, reaching that height of executive or whatever that looks like because yeah. that I, I'm not, I don't want that to define me, you know. Mm-hmm. Now when they start um, exploring um, yeah. all those elements in their life. So, yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And Kathleen, you were talking about in the interview process, you know, um, part of that process is asking insightful questions. So is, can you teach people to ask insightful questions? So you have a team of people. So, you know, we had a look at your uh, website and um, the amount of work that you do and who you do it with. So, it, you know, you do um, work with some, you know, top-tier companies. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Um, yeah, so is there a framework or a formula that guides the process? Yeah, there is. There is. And it starts out with some specific questions to really 
um, know where the candidate sits in the marketplace in relation to what we have available. So um, one of the questions that we start out with is, were you looking for a position when I contacted you? That seems pretty basic, but the way that somebody responds tells us um, the likelihood of this person going to be engaged in what we've got going on or the likelihood of them not. So it's kind of risk factors. So yeah. Um, yeah. And then another one is, oh, what are you looking to do specifically as a next move in your career? And the reason I have my team ask this question is because I don't want them to share the details about the position until we know what they want to do. Because a lot of people mm. kind of shape what they want to do. Uh, if, if we tell them first, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, they shape what they want to do for our role. And we don't want that because we want sincerity. We want to know that, you know, this person really wants to do this type of thing next in their career. And, you know, because we're working for our customers and it's important to us um, for sure. And then we right out off the bat, we ask them compensation expectations. We don't we don't like to waste time here. You know, I want to know what is your expectation? You don't have to tell me what you're making, um, but what is your expectation with compensation? And I, I then can make a judgment call if it fits in line. And if not, we generally pass, right? We don't want to waste time. And then we ask, when can you start a new position? That's a, again, a simple question, but so many people have so many different things going on personally mm-hmm. that, you know, they might not be able to start based on a contract until three months from now or six months from now. If you don't ask that question up front, you can waste your time having multiple interviews, multiple conversations. And then, you know, my customer needs them to start two weeks from an offer acceptance, right? Um, and then another one is, um, does your employer know that you're looking? Mm. Yeah. So do they know? And and the reason we want to know that is because if they know they're looking, usually something tricky is going on inside the organization with that person. So maybe they're not performing right. Maybe they're on a performance plan, you know, something like that's going on because usually if they're, they're in a, you know, a player situation, if, if they're top performer, they're not really sharing with their, their organization that they're going to entertain something, you know? Um, yeah. So those, we start there. It's a framework to kind yeah. of tell, tell us what, what, where are we going to go here? Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and it's, yeah, some, some really strong pre-qualifiers. I love that. So I love the fact that you start with specificity. So the specifics, you know, you look at expectations, alignment, and then, you know, the when. A question around that, has, in your experience, has there ever been an example where you have found a star candidate and they haven't been able to start at the date that your client wants them, but because they are a star, your client has been flexible? What happens there or has that? Yeah, it just depends on how far out they're saying they want to start, you know? Mm, So yeah, definitely. We kind of look at it on a case by case. If somebody says, I can start 30 days from now, then, and they're really good, we would go speak to our client about that and say, what do you think about it? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really a case by case, definitely. Yeah, great. So another question. So can you, because we're all about leadership, um, can you tell us about some of the sort of leadership qualities that you think are important that you need in order to really run a high-performing team and that you, you know, there's a double-edged, you know, question and that you try and embody also. So the first one is what do you see as the key leadership qualities that people are really wanting out there in the marketplace at the moment? Yeah. 
Um, definitely somebody that has a track record with leadership without question. The best predictor of future behavior and outcome is past. Mm-hmm. So somebody who has that track record of leading a team and leading a team to achieve their results, if not exceed them. So that's critical, um, definitely. And you want a leader that's innovating. You know, somebody who is adapting to change and, you know, doesn't get scared about uh, taking some risks there and somebody who's communicating at a high level, somebody who's inspiring their team, you know, and somebody who's able to lead their team remotely. I mean, that's happening all over the place right now. (laughs) That's the number one thing. Like Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Somebody who can lead remotely and use technology to lead them in a very progressive way. So those are some things. Which which links back to the being adaptable because some leaders didn't have to use Zoom and didn't have to get yeah. a hold of the technology and manage people remotely. But, you know, because they've been able to pivot in, in, in such a way, what we have found is that leaders who have spent time on their own development and on their team's development are doing really well because they're yeah. al- already laying the groundwork of trust and we're going to work together and those sorts of things. So, yeah, we found sure. that to be. And, and in, your, in your own team, can you share a little bit about how that works in your own team in terms of, you know, creating a high-performing team because you do have a high-performing team? I do. I do. Thank you. Um, it's changed over the years. I haven't always done it right. Okay, so I've owned the business now for almost 19 years and I would say, you know, the first 10 years I was trying to figure it out, you know, maybe trying to conform to what I thought leadership had to be inside an organization versus just being authentic and what it means to lead from my body. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm wacky. I'm fun. <laughs> I mean, I do crazy stuff. I'm funny. Um, and I, I didn't really show these things before. I thought maybe you can't, right? Yeah, but the older yeah. you get, you just don't mess around. <laughs> right, you just that's right. We haven't got time right? to waste. <laughs> I, it's like, this is who I am. And yeah. you want to know what? They love it. Mm. Yeah. They love it. Mm. They love that. Um, so, but at the same time, make no mistake, they know what I need and they know that they're accountable and, and they know what, you know, our plans are and what we're trying to achieve. So I might be zany and fun and things like that, but I, I, I hold them accountable. And I think they appreciate that. Everybody wants to secretly be led. Mm. Everybody. I do. <laughs> That's why I'm part of executive groups. I want to be led by people who are better than me. Everybody wants to be led, no matter how senior you are. So um, I just feel that you know, it's, it's a respectful environment, a fun environment, and one that holds a lot of accountability and we're having fun and we're making things happen. So yeah, I can hear it in your voice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That tell, and, and you know what, that, that's a secret telltale sign that we can tell with teams if they're high performing, if they're having fun. You really? I mean? yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Without a doubt. That's, it's one of those telltale signs. Mm. Yeah. So Kathleen, what are you working on now that, that excites you? Oh my gosh, so many things. Um, I'm kind of psychotic. I mean, all of our projects right now um, that we're working on, I get really excited about. But one of them is an Italian, very well-known company, Pinaferina. I don't know if you've heard them, but um, they're world-renowned for their architecture and design. And they reached out to us to help staff up for their America's division. And we started doing that just a couple of weeks ago. And I'll tell you, when I talk to people about this business, they just light up because um, oh. a lot of people in the industry, they know about them. They're, mm-hmm. they're an amazing, amazing firm. And it gets a 
I, it, it excites me. I'm personally working this particular search. I still do searches myself. And um, I don't know. I'm just having fun with it. <laughs> right. Oh, that's fantastic. So could yeah. you um, share some, I don't know, strategies or tips when people are actually going in for an interview and they're nervous or they might be a little bit introverted and they have to um, perhaps extend their natural preference? You know, yeah. they may need to be a little bit more exuberant. Or do they? Like, could you recommend some mm. strategies? Yeah, we always tell them, go work out beforehand. Go for a run. If you're somebody who exercises, go for a run, a really long run. Get it out. Go lift weights, whatever you've got to do, you know, to get that extra energy out. Um, however, we tell them, you know, it's okay if you're nervous, Um Really, what that means is you care you and care, you're excited. Exactly, yeah. You care. So, so I, we always say, like, if you're in the interview and you walk in and, you know, it's that first 15 minutes that maybe you're, you're not settled, say to yourself, I'm feeling this ener- energy because I care and this is normal. Just, this is just energy. This is excitement. It's nothing else, you know. And then, then they generally calm down and they appreciate it. We even say that to, the, like, executives that have been around, you know, for years and years, but I I don't care. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. I don't care how long you've been around and what businesses you've worked for. Everybody needs it. So. Yeah. um, What do you think about them actually like saying that, oh, I'm just a little bit nervous. Would you recommend that or not recommend them saying that or does it care? It doesn't matter. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It, Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately in sales and marketing and operations at the level that we're we're hiring. Um, yep. You got to fake it till you make it. Okay. All right. That's good. You really do. Yeah. Um, say it in your head, but don't don't tell the interviewer that. That's right. <laughs> and practice, practice, practice before you yes. go in. Well, that's what I would do in front of the mirror. I would absolutely practice like, you know, a hundred times until the words came out. Hi, how are you? I'm Michelle. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. okay um is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners because this has been fantastic and i reckon we need to have another one (laughs) oh um really just best practices you know from a candidate perspective you know companies are hiring like crazy right now um be aggressive and put yourself out there um because businesses are hiring all across you know, the world, quite frankly. Um, You know, I know certain industries are struggling right now, but for the majority of the businesses that we work with and we're very diversified, they're hiring. So just just keep being proactive and and go out there and go for it. Fabulous. What what a wonderful um, positive message Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, to finish with. Thank you, Kathleen. That's been enlightening. We've taken, you know, quite a few notes. Uh, The the thing that's that's come up for me is the importance of energy, you know, like the importance of being aware of your energy, being able to manage it and regulate it in a way that's, you know, um, putting yourself or best foot forward. So thank you for that. And for me, it was authenticity. And, Mm. you know, we love that. Like, you know, if you can't be anybody else, why wouldn't you be yourself? You know, so be be okay with that. Oh, good. Good. So thank you, it. thank you, thank you. And, yeah, we would love to have, have you on the on the show again because I think there are a couple of avenues that we could go down, whether it's gender, you know, for, for female candidates or whether it's for managers who are, you know, um, doing the interviewing or those qualities that the marketplace is looking, looking for in terms of leadership and we unpack that a little bit. So, sure. yeah, lots yep. to talk about. Okay. So thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All right. 
Thank you for joining us on the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. If you have a leadership or management question or subject you'd like covered on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at peopleleaders.com.au. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.